Blog Talk Radio. Welcome everybody to KSDAD Radio's Friday the 13th Slasher Horror Extravaganza. And now, let's go to our host. Take it away, guys. Yes, another Friday the 13th, and we're back again. Fred, what what is a placeholder? <laughs> a placeholder? That's something that yeah. sits there, you put your pot on it, and it just, you know, it, it holds the place till the real thing comes. Right. And <laughs> Jason X is the kind of movie that we have, we could spend two hours talking about everything up to the movie. <laughs> yeah, no, it, it has a long-running so history back, of it. Back, yeah. <laughs> Backstory, yeah. Well, the cliff notes that uh, Freddy versus Jason's coming out. They couldn't. Th- they couldn't. Neither side would was in a giant pissing contest. I don't like your script. Here's my script. I don't like your script. Here's my script. Yeah, they said they looked at hundreds of scripts from all different Hollywood writers, and they said none of them made the grade, which made me think, hmm. I don't know. I've read some like scripts that I'm like, I preferred better than the final version we got, you know? And I mean, just some to go off a tangent here. Stupid, especially the one uh, where Pinhead shows up, but we'll get into that <laughs> yeah. another time. But, well, in the, if you, if, if there's any fans of comic books out there or that collected comic books, this movie would be considered a one-off. In other words, there's always the comic book. You know, let's take, uh, I don't know, Wolverine. And there's the Wolverine arc in the Marvel comics. What they always did was, well, we got a cool story idea, but it doesn't really fit in to the rest of the um, Wolverine story. So we're going to do a one-off. So what they would do is write, like, Wolverine gets sucked into a time warp and ends up in the caveman days where he has to fight Apocalypse, who is running the time warp. Meanwhile, Wolverine impregnates a cave woman, and then she carries on the Wolverine gene, which leads to his birth in some weird fucking cathartic way. So there's always these yeah, one-offs. but this is weird because this is a one-off that had four literary sequels, I think. I yeah, know no, they were actually planning of making this a different direction. I don't know how many novels they were. Yeah, no, it, there was a whole thing coming, you know. They were going to do sequels to this one and use this as an offshoot away from the whole Jason universe, you know. So, which would have been weird. Yeah. I don't think fans would have got it, especially ones that don't understand one-offs. Like, I would have got it because I'm a big comic book fan. One of my favorites is Judge Dredd, so the 2000 AD comics. So I'm used to offshoot stories that go nowhere. <laughs> You know, so I'm kind of used to that. Especially if you're into sci-fi. You know, if you're into sci-fi, this movie would have definitely been up your alley because that's all this movie is. It's a sci-fi film. It's a monster on a spaceship film. And a lot of fans didn't get that. 
and screenwriting classes, how can you tell when they run out of ideas when they do blank in space? <laughs> Except that I yeah. actually like Hellraiser Bloodlines. If you can catch on, on YouTube uh, the original cut, we're as close as we're going to get of that way Hellraiser Bloodlines. It actually makes fucking sense. Mm. This is actually pretty good. Yeah, I know. I stopped after part two because they just started getting real silly after that. So, yeah, it was Hellraiser, Leprechaun in Space. It was supposed to be the final one with uh, Le Marchand telling the history of the guy, the family that created the box, but that's here or there. And then there's Leprechaun in Space, which is pretty good because (laughs) how can you beat a movie where you have. It's Brian Cranston Smith, enough said, but. How can you be yeah, where the leprechaun explodes out of a guy's penis? Yeah, and then you have, what are the critters? There's a few of them. What do they call this in the old well, terms? Uh, space, Fonzie so jumping the shark? Yeah. This is the, this, these were the jump the shark films. This was, like you said, they were like, <laughs> we don't know what to do with these characters, so throw them in space. <laughs> And have you got your Blu-ray set to the logo? Because I don't know how Shout Factory's got it. I got it set right at the New Line logo because I still got the DVD. Oh, damn. No, yeah. I got the uh, sweet-ass box set. Thank you, Shout Factory, with of all the films. Fucking love. <laughs> of course they did. I had to. They, I actually ordered it the second and went up. <laughs> and that's the six-hour documentary with the extra-hour footage. Extra three hours of footage, the bonus. All right, so, yeah, I'm on the X screen where it's on play. So all I got to do is hit play, and I'm good to go. Yeah, okay, and get ready. We're at the line, and we're going to hit play in five, four, three, two, one. Okay, by the time Jason X come out, a new line had really burnt Freddie into the ground. We got New Nightmare, which was a flop, and they couldn't get the script together. Figured, well, hell, we need to make us some money. Yeah. And what's weird? Well, yeah, there was opening there was a ten year period. <laughs> yeah. This opening setting pieces here is supposed to be from the hell ending of Freddy versus Jason. Yeah, a lot of yeah. No, I I noticed. That. I remember this. And it, yeah, it's supposed to be like, well, Jason's in hell. There was a lot that because they, what they did is they nitpicked from different scripts ideas they did like, and this opening with all the fire and looks like hell was taken from one of the scripts because it was supposed to be one of the openings of the Freddy versus Jason film, they were going to be starting it in hell. And, but nope, it turned into yeah. this. So. And if you notice that Hellraiser music. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, no, we're, we're balls deep into new line now. It's a completely different animal than the old Paramount film. They went more for the, trying, uh, and the reason that, uh, well, the Hellraiser ending didn't work was uh, the sheer fact that they couldn't get the rights to Pinhead because 
Miramax owned Pinhead by now, and they wasn't giving it up. Yeah. <clears throat> I forgot how long this title sequence was. I haven't watched this in a while, actually. But unlike most well, this fans movie has who a lot of filler because let's be honest, it wasn't a finished movie. It's one of those things yeah. where everybody was making money off this movie, but new lines they figured, holy shit, let's get it out there. Yeah. Well, it sat on the shelf because, because even the person this, that actually this backed one... this film. Oh, go ahead. Oh, yeah. Go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. No, you go ahead. Okay, so. What happened was Michael DeLuca was the president of, you know, um, New Line. And he he was championing this film. He's like, yeah, okay, you know, until we get Freddy situated, we'll fucking do this little, little one-off of Jason. You know, get it out there. Well, what happened was he got fired because he did Little Nicky in 13 Days, which both bombed. And, yeah, they sucked up dog dick. And after those films bombed, they fired Michael DeLuca, the president, and a whole new staff came in, president, everything, and none of them wanted to touch Jason X. They were like, that's not our film. We don't give a fuck about that film. Let it rot on the shelf. And it literally just sat there for two years on the shelf where no executive, the president, the new president, no one wanted to touch it. So they just left it there which, I don't know if you want to bring it up yet, the bootlegs, the bootleg craze of the time. Yeah. So, and I love you know, the way they got them was, set up it, right it went here. on the shelf. Oh, sorry, go ahead, go ahead. I just said I love the way they got them set up right here with the chains and all yeah. that. <laughs> yeah, which I didn't realize till a later viewing that those hitches in his shoulders holding him with the chains, they bolted those to him. So they're treating them like a fucking like piece of concrete, the way they chained them up. It's literally bolted to them. That's gross. And I love it. I actually like this well, hockey mask a lot. To. I have to add this one to my collection. If you notice, it's more flat and squared off rather than rounded. Well, if you notice, they did this out of kindness to Kane Hodder so he wouldn't have to put on an elaborate freaking makeup while he's wearing the mask. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but I like how they made it to where it's so it's it's further into the story. He's got hair growing back. He, you know, they've been experimenting on him. He's a creature that they captured. He's almost like an X-Men. He's got, he can regenerate, you know? So I like yeah. that they added that in Jason X. Like, he's almost like a superhero, but yeah. he's a super villain, you know? Yeah, he's got woolly hair. I actually like the look of this one. <clears throat> they did justice. And so anyway, as I was like, saying, why did they hire this bunch of nobodies here to play the doctors? There's a star, and there's... Isn't it sad <laughs> that he's ripping off the look of the doctor from Stranger Things? I mean, who the hell is this guy? Yeah. That is um, David Cronenberg, one of the yeah. greatest uh, underground directors ever. And a hell of an actor, too. Yeah. He actually wrote his own lines for this because he took the original script and was like, nah, that's not how I would sound. So, like, he made, you know, I don't want him frozen or I want him soft. 
Because, you know, Cronenberg's obsessed with flesh and everything squishy. <laughs> and the whole deal with him being and I love is the fact the, um, that uh, uh, Clyde Barker tells a story that when he worked with him on Nightbreed, he asked Cronenberg uh, for tips on how to direct. And Cronenberg just looked at him and said, I'm an, act- I'm an actor here, Clyde. I can't give you no advice. And he's like, shit. <laughs> That's funny Well the only reason he did this film Was a trade off The director who worked with him on Extends Or however the fuck can pronounce that He was a special effects artist Well this was his like I think second film he directed And he asked Cronenberg Can I use your um, production crew On Jason X And Cronenberg said yeah You can use the crew But I want to die in a Jason film You have to kill me He's like, oh, okay. So that was the trade-off. Cronenberg said, kill me in a Jason movie on screen, and I'll let you use my production team. So that's why he's in this film. <laughs> See, I don't get why people don't didn't like this one when it came out. I think people psyched themselves out, like, oh, it did bad in the box office, so it sucks. And, you know, that one idiot online well, said, who sign behind me here in the studio, and it says, Slasher fans of the 80s slashers are picky assholes who don't deserve any of the goodness they get. Yeah. I mean, there's nothing wrong with this film. Or, it starts off. Yeah. The only, re- the only thing is it's not a Camp Crystal Lake film. But it's it's in all you know Jason glory. He kills the same ways, you know. They just yeah. put him in a different location. Now was well, a, you remember you know, that uh, the, Joe brought Biggs parody uh, thing where he was satirizing the fans in the Halloween Three review, and that goes with this too. Yeah. <laughs> I want him to make yeah, a, you, I want him to make a brand new film, but exactly the same. Yeah. As the other now, fans. Is, fans are hard to please because it's like, give us something different, but it better not change anything. It's like, well, then you yeah. don't want something different. <laughs> so that's why you keep ending up with the yeah. same fucking regurgitated scripts. And, and they don't understand who she is. If you get the Jason X novels, there's a whole novel before this that explains who in the name of the hell she is. Who is she, other than a scientist? She was, uh, I think, uh, her. she was the sister of the brother who got killed in part four to Jason Hunter. Oh, shit. <laughs> okay. <laughs> you mean the guy you in know. the tent that running around with a machete? The, the, no, yeah, no, the, the guy, he, he, um, yeah. He he, tra- he he was the uh, red herring for a while, for like two seconds in that film. Oh, is he the killer? Oh no, Jason's in this. Okay, See, I, I I always thought that was brilliant. He goes to check up on him, freezing in the cryo chamber, and boom, there's his machete right through. And they talk about how stupid the dialogue is in this movie, but you just mentioned part four, which has the stupidest fucking line in the history of Friday the Thirteenth. <laughs> Oh my God! He's killing me! He's killing me! Yeah. <laughs> and why yeah. didn't they put this before the credits? I'm just saying this is how I would have edited it. 
See, look, there's a blank space where the fucking credit should go. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, they had a Yay many years later. Yeah. Yeah, they didn't have to do that whole hell sequence in the beginning. Well, this was supposed to be originally... Well, there was many versions of this. That's awesome. Yeah. Yeah. They were supposed to originally been archaeologists who found a condom while they were doing digging, and they were like, hey, I wonder if this is still... Like, it was a much sillier script originally. It kept going through rewrites and rewrites and rewrites, and they they were going to fall through, end up battling mechanical spider monsters or some shit like that. So they were all over the place. There's the ones who uh, repair. It all has to do with that broken machine. Yeah, the the nanobots. But, no, they were supposed to, in this sequence, fight off a bunch of, like, mechanical spider giant ones, which would have made no sense. You know, it's like, all right. And originally, which I thought would have been a great concept, was the original writer wanted to – place this in a world similar to Blade Runner, where it's like in the future, still on Earth, but it's a dark city, and he's running around an overpopulated world, slashing and hacking, where he's not even really noticed, because there's so many fucking people. It would have been kind of a cool concept. There was supposed to be a guy in that outfit, except that he's wearing a weird kind of cowboy-style hat, who looks yeah. at him as they go in and then just vanishes for the rest of the movie. Yeah, that that was too similar to, like, what they did in um, Halloween, you know, Michael, uh, what was that, part five? <laughs> yeah, that's because they didn't get who, six, he, yeah. who that guy was supposed to be. Yeah. You know who he's supposed to be. He's so, supposed to be the Dust Devil. Yeah. <laughs> it would have put this in the Richard Stanley universe. <laughs> yeah, I don't know how much I would have liked that. <laughs> well, if you knew who Dust Devil was, it would have been a cool little moment because it's supposed to be he shows up whenever shit's about to go really bad. Yeah. There's my there's my girl right there. Oh, KM fourteen. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, her and the other actress. Funny enough, they left this film after they were done and went into um Andromeda, which was a sci-fi television show. So they went from a sci-fi yeah. film to a sci-fi television show that was actually pretty successful, unlike this. <laughs> Yeah, see, this was the big complaint from the writer, Todd Farmer. He wrote this movie very dark. He wanted to be, he be, and he admitted it. He's like, I ripped off uh, Aliens. I wanted to make Jason like an alien film. I wanted it dark, gritty, a little humor, but not stupid. The way they did this film is they made these future scientist kids really goofy. One of them is almost like a Beavis and Butthead stoner type, you know? <laughs> cool, my arm. That was the only complaint was they made them a little too lighthearted. Yeah. Mm. 
<clears throat> oh, this guy. <laughs> oh, what's that actor's name? Shit, um, Boyd Let Banks. Me. I think his name. That's Boyd Banks. He's been in a bunch of like horror films. I know he's in at least two George Romero films. He was in Bruiser and Land of the Dead. And he, he played the butcher zombie in Land of the Dead, which is one of my favorites. I think he's also in Diary of the Dead. And he's in the Dawn of the Dead remake. So, yeah, he did a lot of dead films <laughs> before, while, while he was doing this. Too. Diary of the Dead and Twilight of the Dead don't exist. Yeah. There are rumors, but I don't think they exist. funny that Alien, the last one, ended up ripping off this character's fucking entire look. Yeah, right. Prometheus. <laughs> the Prometheus sequel ended up stealing this guy's look. And that's a Richard Stan- yeah. and they still got the Richard Stanley hat there, if you notice. Yeah, I see it. Yeah, no. Well, he said the writer always admit, um, what's his name? Todd Farmer. That he, when they, he was writing this, he was ripping off shit left and right. He said it's a Jason film in space. You know, we can't take it seriously. He's like, if you take the Jason film seriously, then you're you got a problem. You know, there he is. There's the writer, Todd Farmer, the bald guy. And uh, of course, the studio. He was thinking about should I make this more serious? And then they said da da da. And then they, I forgot what stupidity they put in there that made him just say, oh, fuck this shit, I'm going to make it silly. No, no, no. Actually, what happened was, um, so there was a fight between Todd Farmer and the director. The director wanted to make it more lighthearted. He wanted the gore and everything. He wanted Jason killing. But he wanted to make it more like a teen film. And the studio backed him because what came out right before this. Screen. Screen came out, and everyone wanted the to make it a more lighthearted flasher film where everyone's in on the joke. Just like Screen yeah, was. Yeah, but if you've watched the original Screen, that's not a lighthearted film. That's got some brutal fucking slasher kills in slasher history. No, it, but it's still lighthearted. It's, it's in on the joke. And that's what they wanted to do with this. And then, of course, yeah. the director's like, well, I want it. I don't want dark, gritty aliens that I want to make it a bright, happy, warm future film where Jason comes in and fucks it all up. So they, they there was a lot of at odds here when it came to the writing and the production value. Like, if you look at it, it's all, like, warm colors. It looks homey, you know. He yeah. wanted to make it very dark, gritty, almost like the uh, first Alien film where the ship is dirty, used, broken. He went for, like, if you watch this, this look, oh, here it is. This is where it gets silly. Like, oh, dude, my arm. You know, there's, there is a couple cringe moments in this where it's like, ah, really? That's where they're going with this? <laughs> Not complaining. I'm still entertained as fuck from this. Well, they gotta have hey, there's a no... Yeah, I mean, I'm still. It's still a monster in space film. Yeah, well, they made the characters look. I mean, the the dress of it, it's supposed to be like future, but very, you know. Oh, everyone's future a slut in the future. <laughs> 
Yeah, but I don't want none of the real women. But that's just me. Like here's here's one of the teachers. She's wearing like a fucking belly shirt, you know, <laughs> and she's supposed to be a scientist belly slash teacher. Belly and shoulder shirt. Yeah. So <laughs> this is the future. <laughs> All righty. This guy, oh, I hate him. Now here's one of the cool concepts. If you're making an alien ripoff, you got to have one guy who's a dick that only cares about the company and uh, making his money. Yeah. The nanobots was a nice touch. I did like that. Yeah. <laughs> I can't get enough of these guys' wardrobe. They all look like they're from. They're, it's '90s, you know. The 1990s fucking like Zoom is uh, I know futuristic <laughs> 90s. <laughs> well, this was like like it was, like I said it was made panties for no reason. Yeah, this was filmed at the end of the 90s, beginning of 2000, and it sat on the shelf for years. So it's almost like a retro <laughs> film when it came out. Like, hey, this looks very 90s. Yeah, because it is. <laughs> but what? But what's funny is that somehow it got out. And what's funny yeah, is there's leaked. never really been any suspects, and we don't know who did it. Yeah, a, a, a copy got out, made it online. This was at the time when people could download shit. And before this movie came out, everyone and his brother saw it. Even my grandmother had a copy on a bootleg VHS of this film. So everybody saw this. I used to walk in New York a lot, and there would be blankets set out of bootleg movies, and this was one of the big ones. They'd always have, like, 20 copies of this on the blanket. Jason X. And for a while, I thought, oh, I missed it in the release. You know, I thought it came out and left the theaters, and I missed it. So I bought a bootleg. Come to find out, the movie never got released. So two years later, the movie comes out and bombs in the box office. Why? Because it's not a terrible yeah. film. It's because everybody fucking saw it already <laughs> on bootleg. They downloaded it or yeah, had a tape of like, it. Why don't you want to fuck me? Because you gave me three hand jobs and a blow job before the for about two hours ago. <laughs> exactly. <sighs> yeah, I mean the movie cost eleven million to make, and the box office in the U.S. was only thirteen point one million. So, I mean, yeah, it's a bomb. Like, this hit hard. And they almost didn't do Freddy versus Jason because of this. Which almost ended all their careers, pretty much. Oh, there's the little nanobots. Those are cool. Really, what happened is, like I said, DVD came in. And what's funny is, that this movie is very successful because of DVD. The DVD sold like a motherfucker. Yeah. Matter of fact, I remember for a time, um, it came out, went out of print, was and it was the... like one of the hottest DVDs to find online. So, Here's a serious question. Was this the first Friday the 13th to not be on VHS? No, this, well, um, I think there were VHS, but it was also at the time when DVD started coming out. So I know I had a bootleg VHS Yeah, that's VHS what I mean. I'm trying to think. Was it Freddy? 
the ones that I know that was probably it was either uh, this Freddy versus Jason or the Friday the Thirteenth uh, reboot slash remake. Yeah, no, I think this was still on VHS, and I believe maybe early copies of Freddy versus Jason were on VHS. But yeah, no, this was the this was the changing time. This was when um, VHS was dying out and DVDs were becoming huge. Yeah. So, like I said, for a while I had this on VHS bootleg, and then I, you know. I, I had that period where I had a VHS player and a DVD player. So, yeah, uh, I knew and films I had on DVD. DVD yeah. VHS combos where you could record shit off DVDs on the VHS. Unless they were they had the uh, macrovision to keep you from doing it. No, the ones you record on DVD beat macrovision. Yeah, I forgot. Well, and you've always to heard be? rumors that there was an NC-17 cut of this with full bush and boobs and all that good shit, but it's never popped. Yeah, up. I never saw that. Yeah, no, it never came up. So, yeah. Oh, you've seen it? I haven't seen it. I know it exists. Yeah, see, I never. I know it. Was, I always thought of it as an urban myth. That there was like this super uncut version of this. Never seen it. Never seen anyone talking about it really. You know, I never saw anyone say, oh, I saw it or I have a copy. Especially now, it would be out there pirated, you know. You can find it someplace. Yeah. So I never seen it surface. Or a work print, you know. Yeah. So yeah, it's supposed to be the year 2455, 400 it was years a in hell, the future. a hell of a lot of reshoots, too. Yeah. Yeah, I'll get in, there's one reshoot that I'll get into when it comes up, but and the reason they set this so far in the future was they wanted because they didn't want it to interfere with any of the um future Jason films like Freddy versus Jason. They wanted to, they didn't want anything interfering with that, you know? They kind of made it to where, well, this is so far in the future like, whatever happened between Freddy and Jason and any other films were, you know, on its own. They they, they won't be touched. So they made this pretty much an independent film, different from all the rest of the uh, films. Gave you enough of the mythology to let you go with it, you know? <laughs> He's such a scumbag, this guy. Hey, I got a bunch of kids here, and I got this famous dead person. Can we sell it? <laughs> but, okay. yeah, I mean, there are just so many rumors about this movie. Like, I mean, it's weird. It's like there's never really been any... Oh, hints of... Who was the snitch? Yeah. No, yeah, no, they still don't know who leaked it. Like, it just came out. I mean, probably the fucking director. The director's like, oh, you're not going to release my film? Fuck you. Here it is. Here it is, world. Yeah, <laughs> like uh, the Rob Zombie uh, uh, work print of Halloween with the good ending. 
So, yeah. It was a Jim Isaac. And when this was released, it did have the barcodes and everything, so it was a legitimate work print. Yeah. Yeah, this was directed by Jim Isaac. Rest in peace. He passed away in 2012. So if he did release this, no one will ever know. Now, when she takes off his mask in the scene, because she's cutting it away, because that's kind of a throwback to Jason Goes to Hell, the the skin grew into the mask. You can see it's the same design as the um, part four Jason. Give it a quick look, because they only give you a second, but that's the part four Jason right there. Yeah. The face, And what's funny is when they originally find him, and they say, what in the hell is that mask? Originally, yeah, it is. Yeah. The original joke was, don't you know what hockey is, you dumb son of a bitch? <laughs> yeah, that's Ow! a hockey mask. <laughs> yeah, the uh, nipple. Wow, goddamn. See, this look, whole nipple piercing scene was written and was uh, added because the di- this was a fetish of the director. <laughs> he he actually brought this up because he was talking to Todd Farber. He's like, yeah, so when she's pinching his nipple and he wanted to do an actual super macro close-up of the nipple, like he wanted to zoom in to where he almost looked like a planet surface and slowly zoom out, sort of like what Tarantino's fetish is, his feet. Every one of his films has feet in it. Well, Isaac's uh, <laughs> fetish was nipples so, and nipple p- pinching. So he got his little nipple pinching into this film. <laughs> so if you look up any of his other films, if you see nipples, that's the director's fetish. This really Which does I'm not sure the other films, so I never looked them up. Of any Friday the 13th film I've seen. <laughs> like I said, you here you go, tell, another nipple scene. I mean, like that last scene, you could tell that that was a reshoot. Yeah. Because why would she be wearing leather panties? Yeah. <laughs> Here's another nipple scene where the nipples fall off. That's probably the director's nightmare. <laughs> nipples, I need nipples. <laughs> Damn. 14. And what's sad is that's the best. That's the best CGI in this whole movie. Yeah, <laughs> it was the nipples falling off her tits. Well, that was actually a prosthetic. She wore, like, a thing covering her breast, and I forgot how they did it. That was um, a mixture of CG and practical of her real breast. So don't get too excited. Ew, he's melting. He's all gushy. This is actually coming up to my one of my favorite kills in a Jason film. Oh. Yeah, did you ever watch uh, the Mythbusters where they? Uh, yeah, did where they disproved that that's actually what would happen. Yeah, well, it wouldn't happen. So, yeah. That head would just cave in. Which I think is like bullshit said, because I mean, they're look using. At this. You can tell this is cut. Yeah. Oh, him going There's down so on her? There's things where they oh. take off panties and you're ready for the pussy shot and then you go down there and... I don't see. Oh, I, I, I heard rumors, but I never saw, like, style. you know... 
Yeah. <laughs> They're playing into the whole, oh, people are having sex. Here comes Jason. Yeah, for a scientist slash teacher, like she's wearing very little clothing <laughs> in the lab. <laughs> this is the only Jason film where you can see 90% Kane Hodder in it and not as much yeah. makeup. Yeah, no, this is, and this is some of Kane Hodder's best uh, action sequences. Oh, he grabbed a tit there. Did you see that? He's grabbing, he's holding well, her by he's the breath. Well, credited for it, but he was yeah. the main stunt coordinator for this movie. Yeah. So, yeah, there's the cryo death, which Mythbusters say wouldn't happen. But, again, they were using, what, like a ballistics gel? Is that really the same no, as No, a head. They used the actual uh, pig what? head. Actual no, pig the one head. I saw. That, no, they didn't. Not the one I saw. They they made a ballistics uh, head. They bought three skulls from a store. They bought three real skulls and cast yeah, uh, ballistics the gel the around thing. them. And after that, they made the uh, fans of Jason X made them redo it. Really? I didn't and see they that used one. They a real pig's head. Oh, they didn't put that one online then. Okay. Because I couldn't find that one. If you have that, send it to me. Yeah. It was like a Roadrunner cartoon. If someone ran, like if uh, when Bugs Bunny ran right in the wall. Oh, okay. It just con- concaved. I don't know. I still no, like just, the. Well, then again, this is 400 years in the future. Maybe they're. Um, Oh, who cares? It's a cool uh, kill. It's one of the best kills. I love this fucking shot of Jason. I love how they got the, you know, the doorways. What? Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. The doorways to make Jason look bigger just by. Yeah, no, he's huge in this, yeah. Got to look at his shoes, see if they gave him platform shoes to make him taller. But he definitely looks bigger in this than well, he did in the Well, they didn't have film. to do that right there. That's why the doorways were like, yeah, you know, force perspective. Yeah. This was all like a built-in-a-warehouse st- stage. Like, they literally built this ship out of, like, cardboard and fucking, you know, yeah. panels. This movie, so they spent their money well. Yeah, no, they they figured out. They did um, what was it? Months of pre-planning, which actually because they knew they were only working with um a limited budget, they were like, all right, we got to yeah. make sure every dime we put into this works. <laughs> they couldn't waste anything. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, uh, yeah, I mean, just they did everything they okay. could. Good so, it does. Yeah. So that little alien creature behind glass, is that from The Outer Limits? I didn't get a chance to look it up before know. this. That looks like the creature from the outer lim- from one of the old Outer Limits uh, episodes. Like I said, I, I didn't get a chance to look it up. I should have. I forgot. But I really think that creature is from an old TV show. For you younglings out there, that from the old TV show, The Outer Limits. Oh, don't worry. There's a lot of Outer Limits fans out there. God bless. TV, TV <laughs> old TV travels better than yeah. 
Yeah. <laughs> she looks so real. I am real. <laughs> Any fans of uh, punk rock out there, look up the Jasons. They actually have a song called KM1, which is supposed to be the first version you of KM14. For real? <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry, like I said, I'd rather have KM14 than that old. <laughs> yeah. You know. No, I mean, well, like I said, they made a lot of these very young teen looking, you know. And the only two adults here, KM, KM14 is like the I know, like it's very stupid. Gorgeous. Yeah. <laughs> that's, that's about the only Any big mistake in this movie New line made Not the director, not the screenwriter Oh, and what big movie Oh, and that's what's his name From Guardians of the Galaxy Yeah Ugh. They really shot her in the eye too. That's that's what Tom Savini calls the porn money shot in gore films. Is when they shoot a woman in the eye with blood. Originally, his death was supposed to be those doors open up. Jason grabs him, puts him between the doors, and closes it and cuts him in half. Yeah, but they, and they didn't no, have enough money. And like I said, this is weird. This is the only one. Where there's no evidence that the cut footage even fucking exists. Yeah. Even there's part a mistake seven right there. And part two, we got shitty versions of it. Yeah. Yeah. No, there's no existing cut footage, so you have no idea where they where the footage is even supposed to be. But I see a mistake. They just passed. Well, like, yeah, she just you know got where it's supposed face. to be. Come on, man. She just got. Hit in the face with a shit ton of blood, and then she walks up, and there's no blood. Like, wait, what happened? Oh, here's a nice little fake out. Mm-hmm. So, the writer of this film, I found out, is a huge gamer. Like, he said he actually got pissed when he had to write the film, because he's like, great, I have to stop playing video games and actually do some work. <laughs> he's such a big gamer, he actually named some of the uh, characters in this after his favorite video game. Which is fucking well, funny as hell. The one girl who got killed, the blonde. What was her first? What was her name? Uh, sorry, I was drinking my jalapeno soda. Uh, what was her name? I forgot. Adrian. Oh, Adrian King. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, yeah. the 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 cryogenic kill. Yeah, they named her after Adrian King, <laughs> which is cute, you know. So yeah, um, two of the characters is Waylander. And Suoron, Su- Suoron, which I'm mispronouncing. Any gamers out there, don't hate on me because I'm not a gamer. But they were from the video game EverQuest, which he was playing at the time when he wrote this movie. And this whole sequence with the the video game here, the live, Man, you know, uh, hologram game. Yeah. Oh, that's from uh, Aliens. That's yeah. Yeah, who's hat? Um, I can't see the writing. Whose is it? Hudson. That Hudson? Yeah, that's Hudson's hat. Okay, yeah, I see it. Yeah, the one Bill Paxton. Okay. And what was his most yeah. famous quote from the movie? Um, Game over, man. The... Game over. <laughs> <laughs> yep, game over. Yeah, this was totally ripped off from Aliens, this whole thing. But yeah, he's a gamer, so he did this. 
he added this purposely because he got frustrated that they interrupted his gaming. You know what I would have added to this? What's that? I would have added Jason with sort of a glad look on his face like, I get to kill them twice. <laughs> yeah, right? Well, it's hard to pull that off. <laughs> He's wearing a mask. Just oh, a little nod. Now, that stunt, they said, was the most dangerous one because she land the stunt woman literally landed on her face on concrete floor, and the stunt man that did that scene where he gets smashed into the wall broke his nose. So they said those were the two most costly fucking stunts in this film. The two most simplest stunts cost them the most because they actually had to send them to doctors because they got hurt. Well, you remember Halloween 2, right? Uh, yeah. The scene where, uh, the stunt man slipped in the pool of blood and fell on his ass. Oh, yeah, yeah. Did the stunt, I forgot, did the stunt man get up? Cracked his fucking skull open. Yeah, cracked his fucking skull. Over what, if you watch the movie, it's like a simple gag. Whoop, boom. Yeah. So here's where he said was most influenced by aliens, was the whole Marines going in to find the alien. (laughs) If you notice any sci-fi movie in there were rip-offs of the colonial Marines. Oh, yeah. No, I mean, and it's kind of, like, frustrating because it's like you can't have a sci-fi film anymore without Marines running around wanting to shoot everything. Yeah. So I love James Cameron, but you want to kick James Cameron in the balls, don't it? Yeah, because <laughs> you can't watch a sci-fi film without like you know Marines now. I'm trying to even think what was sci-fi films like before James Cameron. What did we get? Like altered states, I guess. You know, like heady films, films that dealt Logan with like intellectual Run, themes. Star Wars. Yes. Yeah. So. And then James Cameron came along, and everything had to have uh, Marines fighting. <laughs> yeah. Dallas, that was uh, Tom Skerritt's character in Alien. Yeah. Yeah, and he shamelessly did it. The writer, he didn't care. He was like, "I don't oh, care I if people know. notice I rip it off." <laughs> this is trash, but it's fun trash. That's what yeah, we grew and that's up the- with, younglings. On trashy movies where we would get greasy-ass popcorn, greasy-ass hot dogs, nachos. Yeah, and anytime I'm on, like, a social media and I see people, like, trashing this film, I always like to remind them it's a fucking Z film. It's not meant to be, like, this, you know, award-winning fucking, (laughs) you know, Academy Award film. It's... It delivers. Yeah. It gives you the gore. It gives you the kills. And it's fun. Stop complaining about you it. Do you think oh, that me and you are to... ever going to be talking about the artistic merits of a fucking Bruno Matai film? <laughs> exactly. <laughs> uh, I mean, even the first, like, like everyone, you know, talked about the first Friday 13th as this, this, like, master film. No, it was made as a grindhouse film. Hey, let's kill people while they're having sex. You know, let's copy ba- um, 
what is that, Twitch of the Death Nerve. Let's copy that movie. Yeah, it was. <laughs> you remember, they didn't did. even have a fucking plot. They just had a poster, the scariest day of the year, Friday the 13th. And then they started selling yeah, the fucking poster. People were like, here, here, here's some money. I want that film by phone so date. You've got yeah. the script, don't you? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, exactly. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, they yeah, yeah, these. yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> and they struck gold when they managed to get Tom Savini. Because Tom Savini was like the hot name right off of Dawn of the Dead. And they were like, yeah, make our gore for us. And, of course, Tom Savini, as always, delivered. Yeah. <laughs> you got your gore. And let's be honest. <laughs> this movie and Grindhouse flopping, I think, are connected because... By the year this came out, 2002, just trash sleeve movies were not out, only out of bogues that people didn't get them anymore. Yeah. This is stupid. Yeah. Yeah, that's what we love about them. And I'll yeah. defend this film to the to the my dying breath because it's exactly what you got in the 80s. When you went to a grindhouse film, you got people. You, you, hey, a sci-fi element. Holy shit, this is a big budget one. We got people in space fighting monsters <laughs> with tits yeah, and gore. Yeah, I mean, you know, I mean, isn't the best grindhouse tagline ever for pieces? Oh, you don't have to go to Texas for a chainsaw massacre. One of my favorites. No, yeah. the other one. <laughs> no, the other one. Oh, what's the other? What's the other one? It's exactly what you think that's, it is. But, uh, yeah. And that's what fans seem to forget is these are not movies that are supposed to make us, you know, think really. <laughs> like like there's no deep meaning behind these. Oh, the acting's poor. Yeah, no shit. Because it's a fucking fun film. It's a roller coaster ride. Stop trying to make these more yeah. than what they are. And I think that's the problem with the fans. They're trying to make these films more than they are. And I get it. You love them. I love them, too. I love all the Friday 13. That's why I can watch them all. Like I said, the only one out of the series that was disappointing was Jason Takes Manhattan because I wanted more Manhattan action. Other than that, and they the didn't. film delivers on the kills. And they didn't have an idea of what they were going to want to do. And you can tell that. This one, yeah. you know what they wanted to do? Jason in space. Yeah. You know. Yeah, no. I mean, it, the premise may be, and again, we keep saying James Cameron, but the premise is also a, a 1950s monster on a spaceship, you know? And that's exactly yeah. what you got. That's why I love this film. <laughs> that's one of my favorite. That's another favorite kill from this. Yeah, I think this one had more kills than any other one, too. Yeah, he's spinning yeah. around on the uh, corkscrew there. <laughs> what did this have? 24 kills, right? Yeah, this had the most kills, yeah. I think, out of the out of the franchise. 24 in all. And, I mean, they uh, delivered. If we would have got the NC-17 cut, we would have gotten the most booby pussy shots in the film series history, too. They were yeah. just going to give mean, it, anyone... you know... Yeah. I mean, anyone out there listening, if you know where this this magical missing NC-17 cut is, let us know. <laughs> Send well, us you Steve can tell so we can where finally the put it to rest. was supposed to be, can't you? I can't. I mean, I've watched this a uh, hundred times. 
I mean, you Where could, you the could say anything. Like, the, the, being cut off, uh, both of the sex yeah. scenes in bed. Yeah, but, I mean, they could have been filming it like, we're going to get it right there and then stop. Because, and I know um, the director, and I think it was the casting director, both were kind of prudish. Like, they really didn't want to do any, as they call it, unnecessary nudity. That's why when the director did the um, nipple pinching scene, they were both closed. Like, they still had on tops. Well, the girl had on the top and panties, and the teacher still had on pants, but his chest was exposed. She's pinching the nipples because, and I've read this online, that they were kind of prudish, you know? And I think it's also in the commentaries, too, that he was like, excessive nudity is not needed, which when we get to the scene, I'll yeah, talk about it. But there was a, a scene. reason why probably it was uh... – Cut out too. It's like the second unit. You got the new lines mm. like, okay, give us titties and bush. Okay. And then the director seeing that is like, uh uh-uh, uh, not my movie. Yeah, well, I mean, until it comes up, I'm gonna say that's a myth. So anyone out there that's seen different? Ooh, that's that's brutal. I like how if you really pay attention to that slit throat, you can see it opening and closing. Like, you you could tell they put a little thought into that one. It's not just a slap on appliance that they actually have a layer underneath that purposely goes up and down. And if you're <laughs> wondering, younglings, why us young people, us old farts, hate CGI so much, go back to the 90s films and see how shitty the CGI was. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, what do they call that? The Shrek effect? <laughs> that the CG was so bad back then that everything looked like a Shrek movie? <laughs> it's like you got a real actor standing there playing off of a Shrek character <laughs> or a Shrek environment. <laughs> That's great. He's cutting half and crawling across the floor. Which is almost like a call to another film, Return of the Living Dead Part 2. Which is a terrible film, but whatever. It still has some cool-ass effects. And we're not going to and we're not going to lie and say, oh, Practical was the best. Practical was the best. Oh, there's a yeah. lot of crappy practical effects back then. Like, if you want to see some oh, of yeah. the worst practical effects, you ever seen The Brain? The brain? The gigantic, no. Yeah, the gigantic killer brain. Oh, is that the 1950s one? The 80s one. That one went under my radar. I have not seen that one. Okay. Well, there's a scene in it where they're throwing shit at it. Instead of mm. acting like a brain, the damn thing is so rubbery that everything is just boing, boing, boing. <laughs> <laughs> That's bad. <laughs> Oh, this is funny. Uh, he's like this part. He stabs him once. And he's like, "That's just a flesh wound," you know, which is every, which is common in every like movie. Oh, it's just a flesh wound. Then he stabs him again, and it's like, "Yep, that one did it." <laughs> which of course it doesn't, because he comes back later. That'll do it. <laughs> <laughs> every shot of this, every shot of this movie though, looks like the um. 
which is not a bad thing. It looks like the Star Trek TV series, the later ones, not the original Captain Kirk generation and all those. Next generation. Was that? Yeah, and I'm, I'm sorry, I'm not a huge Star Trek fan. Even though I love when they are on, I'll watch them, but I don't know the names of all of them. So don't hate me for that. But this does look like yeah. the sets of the Star Trek films, which are not bad. Like I said, they did they made do what they had and made them work, and they worked great. To me, it's totally believable. I think they're on a spaceship because it's just bright as fuck. <laughs> it's a happy spaceship <laughs> with lots of horny teenagers. That are getting killed by a monster. Yeah. <laughs> and I think it's funny that in future sci-fi, all that's left is Marines. There's no Navy. There's no Army. Yeah. There's no Air Force. There's just the fucking Marines. Yeah. So this I always found impressive. That shot of that city, that, that space city, that's actually a football. 15-foot model that they actually destroyed, in old Godzilla style. Yeah. Ugh. Damn it, they killed him. Yeah, that's an actual model that they destroy, where it's supposed to be some big city. So, now, this city's supposed to be, like, full of, what, hundreds of thousands of people? Yeah. So, since Jason killed the pilot, and they drive through it and kill everyone? That literally puts Jason's kill ratio into the thousands. Hundreds of thousands now. Yeah. He's he get he's <laughs> with a record here, folks. Yeah. It's no longer just like killing a head. He's actually destroying a city here. <laughs> That's why he stopped That's putting cool Nazis fact. on his machete. Because <laughs> yeah. he wants to have a fucking handle. Yeah. So, again, this is, you know, yeah, it's early CG. You could tell the CG from the practical. It doesn't quite blend perfectly, but it was good enough that it didn't matter, you know? Because, I mean, it's not real. It's a movie, so shut the fuck up. I knew that everything was fucked when Grindhouse came out maybe a little, well, came out after this, and people didn't yeah, get, we, this what, is 2002, get, get into so. their mind what the hell a double feature was. Yeah. It's like yeah, they a lot of people the like ability to so understand long. what a trash oh, movie yeah. is. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I remember going to a grindhouse in New York and sitting through a and couple make fun films. Of it. Yeah. Oh, someone actually called my phone while I'm talking. Stop. Hello? Uh-oh. Okay. No, someone called my phone. Yeah. Sorry. I'm not picking it up. They can go fuck themselves. I'm in the middle of the show. Anyway. Uh, oh, another first for this film. Yeah. This is another first for this film. Well, for any studio, they filmed this on 35 millimeter. This is for the tech heads out there. Then they took the negative. They didn't even they didn't even process it. They took the negative and scanned it into a computer because they knew the effects were going to be so expensive 
that they scanned it in a computer, which made it easier for them to add in the effects rather than trying to take the, the film itself and cut everything in. They said, fuck, we're going to make a digital. So when they delivered this to the studio, they actually delivered originally for a preview, they delivered a digital file, which the studio didn't know what to do with. They were like, wait a minute, we got to watch a digital film. They were like, well, no, it's shot on 35. Okay, we just scanned it into a computer. How it got leaked. Yeah. It was a digital file. Some pirate so there you go. Why didn't I do that? <laughs> computer and stole the digital file. Yeah. Yeah, so there you go. That's how it got out. It was a digital file. And they knew it. They, the only way they could have got away with doing it that way to make this film was to do it as a digital file because it would have been way too fucking costly to print the film and then try to add effects later. (laughs) Classic Jason through a window scene. They had to put that in. Sorry, I lost you for a second. Sorry, I thought I lost you. I was watching the movie. (laughs) Yeah, I, I know. Was I get, I get man going. <laughs> I was looking at that poor stunt man going, "Fuck!" When all that glass come towards him. <laughs> well, I think Kane Hodder did oh, that. Oh, here comes my girl. She's gonna be yeah. whooping that ass soon. This actually has one now, of my favorite lines. Now, coming here is my biggest bitch and gripe about this movie. What's that? They created one of the coolest fucking looks for Jason ever. And they only used it in the last King Minutes. (laughs) Now, I was about to say, I love this line where he's like, oh, hey, everyone's okay. He just wanted his machete back. (laughs) Yeah, that's one of the best lines ever. (laughs) He just wanted his machete back. It's all cool, guys. <laughs> Not knowing Jason's gonna kill him, he thinks is he, what Jason's killing people because he just wants his machete back. And of course, he dies because he's you know a dick. If you're a dick in a movie like this, no, you gotta stupid. die. You notice that one thing yeah. that people really don't talk about in Friday the Thirteenth is that Jason fucking hates stupid people. <laughs> You notice the stupider someone acts in this movie, the more pissed off Jason gets. Yeah. <laughs> well, he's kind of like what, what is it as? Like a T Rex or a shark. He swims around and just kills anyone. So it's not you don't even have to be having sex. You're gonna die because that's what Jason does. But if you're annoying like that asshole. Jason will kill you even more brutally <laughs> and make you suffer. Yeah, it's like the more stupid you are, the more pissed off he gets. Yeah. <laughs> I like how she just always throws in her little factoids. <laughs> well, here's a stat. <laughs> They hear, this is the problem with doing these shows is I always get sucked into the film and I, I forget what I'm going to say. <laughs> I 
got to start like writing a script or something so I can stick with a script. <sighs> so anyway. Damn. See, it's supposed to be a sex scene right here. Yeah. Well, you know what was cut out of the script that the that the director did not want? There was what? supposed to be an early scene where all the teenagers were in a zero-gravity bubble having an orgy. And the director read that and was like, no fucking way am I putting an orgy in my cell. <laughs> that would have been cool. That would have been like a Barbarella scene if they did that, or like Flesh Gordon, a whole fucking yeah. like teen orgy in space in a in a gra- zero gravity bubble. That would have been cool, but nope. <laughs> you know they yeah, use that... movies all the time in the nineties. Shut your fucking whore mouth. And the <laughs> yeah. one time it would have fit, they didn't say <laughs> it. Yeah. So we lost that because the director was kind of a prude. Rest in peace. I'm sorry to be talking about a dead man like that, but you know. Again, we're, we want exploitation films, and this guy's like, nah, we're going to take that out. Another concept they were going to do with this was the writer was actually kind of pulling for a space pirates ripoff. Instead of them being like science students, they were going to be space pirates. And they were going to steal a hull off of Earth, and it would have had Jason's like, body in it, and they would have brought him back that way. It would have yeah, still been the really same did. story. Yeah, but they really would have dodged a bullet with that because if you remember Alien uh, Resurrection came out about the same time and it used the same thing with space pirates and all that. Yeah, exactly, yeah. So, you know, they, they ditched that idea. There was a whole bunch of ideas, like like I said before. They were going to go like the whole Blade Runner Story of them, like, well, on when you Earth got still. 10 years, of course, you're going to have a lot of fucking ideas. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I mean, and they were pitching, like, in that 10 years, they they were pitching ideas like Jason in the Hood. He was going to be running around like Compton, killing. And another one was Jason in LA. They were going to have him running around LA, killing like starlets and shit. Um, at one point, they were going to do Jason in the Snow, which would have been cool. With, and then they were like, well, well fuck it, we're going to put did. him in the snow. And speaking yeah, of, coming out today on YouTube, right? What? Oh, Never Hike Alone? Yeah, Never, Never Hike, Hike Alone, the, the complete yeah. anthology so far. Yeah, so far, yeah, because it's now a web series. Yeah, no, and I love that. Anyone listening to this, look up Never Hike Alone, the Jason Voorhees um, fan film. They're fucking excellent. Like, yeah, when was the last one made? 2009? And there's, like, nothing coming from the Jason camp? So we have some great fucking fan films going on out there. Uh, The guy who wrote uh, Part 2 has the rights to uh, Jason. That's why the Friday the 13th game went to shit. Yeah. So anybody they were going to have to uh, the... Jason X DLC and then the writer went. Uh-uh. Yeah. 
So anyone listening to this, um, there's three fan films that I know of that are really, really good. Well, one of them's not out yet. That's Jason Rising. That's being put out by Red Crow Films. It's not out yet, but it's coming out soon. And then there's Voorhees. It's just Voorhees made by Cody Falk. And that's Voorhees, a F-13 film. Look him up or look up just Voorhees. That dropped recently on YouTube. So that should fill your Jason. And then there's the Vincent DeSanti Never Hike Alone miniseries that's out. So far, there's two full installments and a little in-between video called Disappear. So look his stuff up. That's And that's as good as a studio film, Vincent's work from Never Hike Alone, Never Hike in the Snow. And that's He's, not going to be bullshit. Yeah. Once this lawsuit is done with, those films yeah. are probably going to get fucking pulled by the copyright holder. So your ass better watch it while you can. Yeah, and um, Vincent's uh, films, the Never Hike Alone series, you can actually get hard copies of on disc if you go to his Indiegogo or Indigo um, page, you know. Just look up um, Never Hike Alone, and uh, there's links to actually get DVDs and blue bootlegs, uh, not bootlegs, but DVDs and Blu-rays of his films. So, And he doesn't make money off it. He does them as fan films. All the money goes to production of these films. Because he does, he can't oh, legally like do it. What? Never hike alone. No blue legs. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Sorry, my fuck up. Blue legs. We got blue legs. <laughs> blue leg. Blue leg. Blue leg. The devils. <laughs> there you go. So yeah, I'm, I'm always pushing the to never hike alone because it come out of this era. Probably would have been Quentin Tarantino's Friday the 13th film because that's what he was oh, wanting yeah. to do. Yeah. Yeah, I'm not sure how I would like a Quentin Friday the 13th. Um, maybe it'll be dark I don't and gritty, know. but. Samuel Jackson versus Jason, that might be fun. <laughs> I mean, I, I'd have to see, like, um, a treatment, a Tarantino treatment. Like, would he go with that as a yeah. crime noir, or would it be, like, a straight-up exploitation? You know, is, is Jason going to be Jason, or is he going to rewrite Jason to the point to where we don't recognize what the fuck we're dealing with? Oh, here's her upgrade, KM-14, and her, and yeah, and her tight-ass outfit there, <laughs> looking gorgeous. <laughs> Even Jason's like, what the fuck? <laughs> and I love that. Machete right through her. It's still. <laughs> and she plays dead. I mean, if you haven't seen this and you're listening to this, then what the hell do you do with your life? <laughs> That's great fake out. <laughs> I mean, this movie's fun from beginning to end. Oh, that was the only stunt Kane didn't do. Oh! Was the flying through the air? Damn it! They should have made her the main protagonist. Damn it! Yeah, yeah. I wanted more KM KM fourteen action. But I mean, they give us enough. Like you know, it's straight exploitation. When I watch this, I think of movies like um, Creature. Remember that eighties sci-fi film? It has that same like eighties gray look. Do you ever notice that in the eighties? 
a lot of the sci-fi films had like a gray tone to their space films. Yeah. Even Godzilla 1985 has like that gray tone to it. Something about the 80s always had like a grayness to it. That's cool. You have too much. Hey, if you're gonna, yeah, if you're gonna have a uh, an android uh, in the movie, go fucking balls out with it. You know, have her flipping, kicking, shooting. (laughs) Oh, here he is. He's back. I can see why she went on to to have a nice uh, TV show career. Because she does make a character very yeah. entertaining. All right. <laughs> Here she is going full brutal. Now he's standing on one leg in cartoon style. Now this is where the movie was supposed to end and they were like nope like when I first saw this I was tricked out I was like oh man it killed him kind of early there's still like 15 minutes to this film what that cool fuck well after Jason goes to hell we're used to getting ripped off of a cool mask on Jason yeah <laughs> she literally just blew his fucking head off <sighs> oh yeah <laughs> oh, I never finished some of my other ideas. Real quick before Uber Jason comes. One point they were going to put him in the African safari, fighting like lions and shit. That was a pitched idea. And they were going to have him underwater at one point at like Aqua World, fighting sharks and shit, which would have gave us a nice little Fuchi, uh, you know, homage there, but that didn't happen. And then, because the writer is from Texas, he wanted to do Jason at a NASCAR rally. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, the writer from Texas was like, yeah, let's put him in NASCAR. What? (laughs) So they did all kinds. And then finally they were like, you know, "Ah, we'll put them in space. You know. I mean, the African Safari one would have been interesting. Him seeing him, like, fight a lion and shit. (laughs) (laughs) The one idea that I think could work is him in L.A. fighting gangbangers and shit. I mean, it wouldn't work now because that's kind of done. Like the whole gangbanging film, you know, it's not, we're no longer in the 80s and 90s where that's big. Gangster rap isn't big anymore, so you really yeah. couldn't do it now. But that would have been a cool idea if they did that. Can you imagine fucking Jason walking around the African outback? <laughs> and of course, there's ideas that all of us really wank off to. And that would have been Jason versus Freddy versus Ash. Yeah. But it was so difficult for them to just give us Freddy versus Jason, the Ash idea wouldn't have ever come. I think fans knew that right away. Three people owning their rights, they all want to be the big dick swingers. Yeah. They're all pissing on each other, trying to mark their territory. And that was the big development hell with New Line. Like when they when Sean Cunningham 
went to New Line and was like, okay, we got to do Freddy versus Jason. And they told him from the start, they were like, oh, yeah, 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 we don't care what you do, you know. Just make it entertaining. He said every script he submitted or that he found, New Line kept going, nah, Freddy wouldn't do that. Nah, that's insulting Freddy. No, you can't do that with Freddy. So they didn't give a fuck what they did with Jason. he found out what the real problem was, which it really isn't mentioned on the DVD because he didn't find out after the DVD came out. What's that? And that's Wes Craven was being a dickhole. Oh, really? See, I didn't even know that. Yeah. Well, him and Sean and Wes were friends. So that I never heard before. But I know the studio kept saying you can't. But the, on the, you know, they they didn't care what you did to Jason, which kind of shows why a lot of fans are upset. And the I've seen, which I wish they would have kept uh, in it, is that that machine right there was already broken, and that's how it turned down automatically like this. Oh, okay. Yeah, and uh, we don't know, so he's just coming out. <laughs> Oh my God, that shirt he's wearing is so 90s. The blue with the red and the uh, little frilly. Oh, uh, here we go. The All of the clothes are supposed 90s. This may be one of the most 90s, yeah. late 90s movies there is. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it definitely shows that time period. And like you and I discussed before, anything that's like the start of a new decade always has leftovers from the decade before. So like when the nineties yeah, ended and the 2000s was a leftover from the decade before, I wonder yeah. how this would have done if they would have shipped it out when they were supposed to. Oh, in 99. Yeah. Or 2000. Yeah. It would actually come out in 2000. So yeah, it would have probably did a lot better. But like you said, and I, like I say, the thing that killed it was, they waited so long to put it out, the bootlegs came out. No one needed to see it. We all saw it already. We were like, why should I go to a movie when I fucking saw it already? I own it. So, <laughs> And it was a decent copy that was bootlegged. It was a, from the it digital file. You got copy. It, clean. it was the digital copy, except it didn't have yeah. some of the CGI effects like this right here. Yeah. And here we go, Uber Jason. Which, do you know who designed that and who manufactured it? Who? Who? It was the same guy who designed the RoboCop suit, which is why it looks the very similar. The same. Yup. The, the RoboCop suit, they got the same fabricator to do, that did that to do this. That's why it looks very and similar. And I read a script and, where this scene was supposed to be his original appearance. I would have yeah. loved to see him like this throughout the whole fucking movie. Yeah, that would have been cool. Like, they would have killed him early, and then he came back like this. And they were they were actually planning sequels for this one that was unrelated to the Friday the 13th franchise. They were yeah, going to have. Like I said, so what, there are three novels, but I, that's one of the stupidest decisions I ever made. Is that I seen one in McKay's once, and it was like two dollars, and I was like, "God damn it! It's not the movie yeah. adaptation; it's a fucking tie-in novel." Yeah. And then I went to Amazon, and it slapped me in the face. And said, "You're a dumbass." 
because you can't get any of the Jason X novels for under eight bucks. But the two sequels. (laughs) Yeah, the two sequels were supposed to be Jason was going to – so by the end of this, I'm not giving any spoilers away because if you're watching this, fuck you. You should have watched it already. By the end of this, they end up on New Earth. Jason's body, well, burnt up body, whatever's left, which we all know if you watch the Jason films, he regenerates or he comes from hell, whichever timeline you want to go by, ends up on Earth 2, New Earth, which is where these people were originally headed with their cargo. So he ends up there, and what's supposed to happen was he was supposed to come back, kill a bunch of people on New Earth, and then they were supposed to send him through a space portal or a dark or a black hole where he was going to end up in another dimension and fight like aliens and shit. <laughs> I'm not lying. This was, this was supposed to be the sequel. He was supposed to go into oh, another yeah. and into Frankie, a dimension. Don't forget the second one is they find uh, parts from other Jasons from other dimensions. And well, they that's where they were leaving. They were going Jason. Well, no, the one that um, was proposed by the writer, um, what's his name, um, Hada Farmer, uh, this, her death always broke my heart. She shouldn't have died like this. I always felt bad for her getting stuck through a fucking window, which is what, Alien Resurrection, they did the same thing with the creature, stuck them through the... Oh, I know. I feel event. horrible for yeah. that thing. The damn thing is like, oh, God, there's yeah. a monster, but then, mama, mama. Yeah. Yeah, but then she, the way she uh, no, dies, I'm being the same serious. way, it's this, like, ah, oh, so What horrible. I'm talking about <laughs> is the second of the two Jason X novels. Yeah. Well, no, I'm talking about the good. writer, the film adaptations. He was supposed to be yeah. in another, and then they were going to ship him out of that dimension, and he was going to go through a time warp and end up on our Earth now, where they were going to have Uber Jason battling our Jason in our time period at Camp Crystal Lake. And that's how they were going to end the Jason X film series. Your novelizations, as you were saying, were going off on a completely different tangent, which you you were about to say. Yeah, they found about three or four different Jasons from three or four different dimensions, and they created Frank and Jason, and he was supposed to fight (laughs) <laughs> Uber, Uber Jason. Jason. <laughs> See every yeah every every uh thing was gonna battle Uber Jason, which would have been great. I like that idea because I mean Uber Jason's scary. <laughs> it's it's Jason with his regenerating power upgraded to a machine with RoboCop with RoboCop parts, <laughs> which the same formula they used to make his suit. Car companies are now using to make bumpers, stronger bumpers, instead of the old fiberglass job. Yeah. So there you go, Jason-inspired uh, car bumpers. <laughs> oh, wow, her head is so obviously fun that We could be talking for two hours about why people hate this so much. I think it's good. I don't. Yeah, I don't. Yeah, and I, like I said, when I go on forums and I see people trashing this, I always like to bring them down to earth and say, hey, it's a fucking Z-grade film. Stop trying to blow it up to what it isn't, you know? If I would have seen the whole this franchise. at a drive-in, this would have been a fucking blast. 
Oh, yeah. No, definitely. I actually regret not going to the theaters to see this. This must have been a hoot in the fucking big theaters. With a fucking bat, well, big bucket a of popcorn. Period, you know. <laughs> yeah. It's it's a trashy film, and that's what it, it's supposed to be. Like I said, people have tried to... And I think that's the big problem is our love affair with the Friday the 13th films made us forget what they are. We're trying to put too much credit to what they really are. They're Z-grade exploitation trash films. Stop trying to make these art films or bigger-than-life films. No. They're fucking trash films. Enjoy them for what they are. Yeah, Which is, is why, like I said... franchise. Yeah, exactly. It's fast food cinema. Enjoy it. Well, it's like <laughs> Eat it when you want out. a cheeseburger, nothing else <laughs> will do. And when you get yeah, that exactly. fucking cheeseburger, it hits the fucking spot. Yeah, the people that complain about this, they go to McDonald's, get a cheeseburger, and say, hey, this isn't filet mignon. <laughs> no shit, dickhead. Yeah, they're talking about, you got oh, a cheeseburger. Jason X was the worst in the series. Jason X was the worst in the series. And I'm like, motherfucker, have you seen eight? Uh, yeah. Yeah, I'm not shut the fuck up. And, you know, and I, I always use the same argument that... I would have seen oh. uh, Jason go into the windows in New York, go into the 70s, and then be a bunch of old-school neo-Nazi skinhead motherfucking hardcore yeah. motherfuckers there. <laughs> yeah. I mean, there's a lot you could do with Jason, because he's immortal at this point. You know? So you could put Jason anywhere. You could do as many one. Look at that. You got a you got a fucking robot head hooked to a computer. <laughs> Come and on. What they talk <laughs> about in the novelization, but they don't in the movie, is that there's a little pocket inside of the suit that has some of the nano ants in it. Oh shit. Okay. I never yeah, read the novel. So. Literally, there's no way to kill this motherfucker, you know? <laughs> yeah. Well, like I said, and if you go with the Jason Goes to Hell theory, he's a hell demon now. So he's always going to exist. Now, this is the part that the director of the film and um, the casting director fought to try to get removed. They said it's stupid yeah, and, and it's Sean gratuitous. Said, Sean Cunningham said, uh, fuck you. Yeah, and, and and obvious enough, this is a fan favorite scene. This is one of the funniest scenes, and the fans love the fact that they took Uber Jason and threw him at Camp Crystal Lake. Even though it's a Star Trek style simulation, it's still Uber Jason and fucking Camp Crystal Lake, which everyone loved. Yeah. And this is the reason they were going to have this removed because of the uh, two girls coming up with the gratuitous sex and the gratuitous drug use, which the director and the casting director both both fought against. They were like, no, we do not, which is Robin Cook and Jim Isaac. Rest in peace, sir. I love that, the distraction. (laughs) 
premarital sex and smoke some pot. <laughs> and every fan that went to, that did see this laughed their asses off. They this is a, a great fucking scene. I don't care what they say. They were like, oh, but it's stupid and, and oh, nudity and for no reason. Oh, and I've seen a still from this. This. Uh-huh. That shows them from behind fully bare-ass naked. Ooh, if you could find that again, send that to me. Just as proof. Now, that's great. They need to distract them. And that's a callback to part seven. With Jason fucking beating the uh, sleeping bags against each other and against a tree. <laughs> He's good. You know what I really <laughs> yeah, no love? Call back to three. Have one of the girls with a big, have one of the girls have a big old juicy ass, and then Jason just almost doesn't kill her. Ah, uh, there you go. Because if you remember in part three, they cut it out of the script. Jason was supposed yeah. to be a booty bandit, literally. <laughs> yeah, no, that, and I, I still don't know how I feel about that. That Jason raped the woman. I, I'm kind of glad they only hinted at it and never showed it. You know, like they don't tell you that he did rape, rape her, even though they fucking hinted the fuck out of it. So I don't know how I feel about that. Cause I kind of like my Jason not being sexual. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. I I just don't like my Jason. I I, I don't even want to have it. It isn't that it's like, you mean he's into the sodomy? What the hell? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, he, he not only did he rape a woman, but he did it in the ass. You know? <laughs> like, yeah. Uh, that still makes me uncomfortable. Out of everything he does, that bothers me. <laughs> That's a great look. And this whole scene is great. It's another way Can to you make tell him the, um, bigger without having to have him wear the boots, you know? Yeah. Can you tell by looking at the um, Jason X uh, material that it's the same thing they used in RoboCop? When they do the close-up, yeah. you can definitely see the RoboCop uh, sheen to it. And that same gray yeah, that they I used for that, that grayish blue. the remake is that they showed the original suit from RoboCop and then they looked at each other and laughed and said, that's stupid. See, I, never, I didn't even bother with that remake. I was just like, nope. Especially when it was like what it was PG on cable and yeah. that was it. Uh, it's, uh, see, I always like that. Jason's coming at him. Oh shit! You think? And there's New Earth, and the guy grabs her, and they burn up in the atmosphere. But if there's any little bit of Jason, which they show him going into the lake, which I guess will be Camp Crystal Lake too. Oh, uh, there he is with his head. <laughs> How could you not love this as an exploitation film? He's holding a fucking robot head that that he's in love with. <laughs> this has exploitation written all over it. Yeah, he sacrifices himself killing Jason going into the atmosphere. Ugh. There you go, yeah. yeah. You see that weird little pocket right there on his shoulder? You see it, that weird uh-huh. little pocket on his shoulder that looks like it don't belong? That's where the nanoites were stored. Ah, okay. 
Make a wish. <laughs> the unpolluted, untainted uh, Earth 2 is now going to have a Jason, which I always love that idea. I kind of wish they would have. The ending of made... this was supposed to be this exact same scene, except that it was going to be an old man fishing. Oh, yeah. I did read that, yeah. And it's like, why? <laughs> I kind of like the they ended it with two young people on a nice clean earth. Yeah. Oh, I'm sorry, but this wasn't bad. I mean, I have seen horrible no. slashers before. The original April Fool Days, which Slasher fans love. I hate that movie. <laughs> no one gets killed. How can you have a fucking Slasher movie where no one gets killed? A negative yeah. body count in a Slasher. <laughs> oh, I just, I forgot to mention, um, the idea for Uber Jason actually came from one of the scripts for Freddy vs. Jason. What they were going to have was Jason walking through a fucking shopping mall, and he was going to see uh, – not a shopping mall, a sports store. And he was going to see a mannequin wearing a chrome hockey mask. He was going to take his old hockey mask off, which you would have got to see his face, and he was going to put the chrome mask on before he fought Freddy. Which, you know, I mean, yeah, I'm kind of glad it led to, you know, Uber Jason, but I think that would have um, pissed off a lot of fans. You know, oh, now he's got a chrome. because, And that also came from the uh, chrome yeah, helmet from the... Uh, new line and wanting to give Jason a chrome mask? Yeah, because they did that with Jason Goes to Hell poster. Jason Goes to Hell with the chrome mask. Yeah. Yeah, they keep trying to work that chrome mask in there. <laughs> New Line, I don't know. New you Line's obsessed with chrome. Would you shut the fuck Yeah. Yeah, you, you got your chrome mask now. Shut up. <laughs> you got your Uber Jason. Shut up. <laughs> uh, it's a, I don't care. It's a great exploitation film. All, all the complaining yeah, little bitches to shut up. And as, and, it's, and as a placeholder film, it's fucking great. Yeah. So, like I say a hundred times, the only films that are bad to me are ones that bore me. This film is not boring at all. It delivers on its entertainment. Yeah. And, oh, oh Gates and Nick sucks. What's one of your what's your favorite yeah. kills? Ninety nine point nine percent of the time they will put that face bashing scene in the best kills in Friday the thirteenth. Oh yeah, yeah. The movie sucks, but it's got one of the top ten kills. It's exactly. Yeah. And I don't care the cryo death. That's one of my favorites when he just smashes her head. It delivers, so shut up. Shut up, fans, it delivers. <laughs> it always pisses me off when people put this one down. I've not seen any of them that deliver in one way or another, like uh, the scene in part eight where he fights the punks and kicks the radio in. Yeah. Yeah, and then, like I said, the only reason I complain about Jason versus uh, Jason goes to uh, Manhattan is 
he doesn't really go to Manhattan. It takes forever that it's filmed on a boat. Now, if they would have just said Friday the 13th, Jason returns or whatever, I would have been happy with him on a boat and then him going to New York. That would have been a cool twist. But because they played it up as Jason goes to Manhattan, I want Jason in Manhattan, not fucking, you know, Jason versus Gilligan's Island crew, you know? <laughs> yeah. Jason and all that Titanic. toxic waste. What? With all that toxic yeah. waste in part eight, I was expecting fucking toxic, toxic Avengers to show up at any moment. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, every night at midnight, the, the sewers in New York flood with toxic waste. What? <laughs> Which is the whole other? Th- what is that? Slits? What's that movie? Slits? That the the creatures out of the toxic water? Oh, Chud. Yeah. Well, not Chud, but Slits. Yeah, Chud too. Yeah, you know the. Oh, that would have been an interesting yeah. script. Wow. Jason versus Chud. Imagine Jason running around the sewers, chopping up a bunch of Chuds. <laughs> That would have been cool. Well, yeah, next <laughs> up, make that Damn, how <laughs> fucked up is it? We've only really got three left. Ooh. <laughs> what do we got? Well, we definitely have Freddy versus Jason. We haven't done that one. Freddy versus Jason, uh, the Platinum Moons, Friday the 13th, and the original. Yeah, we still haven't done the original. Yeah, and we didn't do Derek Mears. Wow, we did all of them already? Holy shit. Nah, that's got to be a mistake. There's like 20 of these. We didn't do that many shows. Well, there's some I did with other people. I might have to re... We might have to redo them. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) But yeah, I mean, um, here's a question. Why is it that of all of them, Jason... Translate into translate into comedy better without making them a doof. Well, I mean, he doesn't speak. You know, as long as he's not the one doing the gags, it works. Oh, there's been times where he does the gag, like when he kicks the radio in and shows us yeah, where the guy beat the shit out like of that, him. He just done for like, the Jason yeah. way. You know, it's not like he's like, you know, woo, 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 three stooges poking people in the eye, you know? Yeah, like uh, oh. Freddy. Hey, look at me, boy. I'm singing, yeah. I'm dancing, I'm the goofy. <laughs> I'm the goofy. Well, that's why I, I couldn't imagine. Yeah, I couldn't imagine, like, Jason versus Michael Myers. Because someone actually said that online. They were like, yeah, this should make a Jason versus Michael Myers. I was like, yeah, that would be a silent film. <laughs> because neither of them fucking talk. You know, I, I, we we need to do that as like a three-minute film. Jason walks out yeah. of the woods. Dun, dun, dun. And then, boom. <laughs> Jason runs over him. Michael Myers runs over him with a car. And then backs up. Yeah. And then runs over him again. And then backs up. And then honks his horn and flips him off and drives off. <laughs> And Jason would kill him in three seconds. <laughs> I don't think Michael would have stand a chance with him. That's why he had hit him with a car. 
Yeah, <laughs> exactly. It's the only way you would win. <laughs> I think one of the one of the most surreal um, iterations of Jason is Jason is the um, Simon Beasley, who you know the biz. He's a comic book artist. Put out um, Jason versus Leatherface. And the comic actually kind of worked. Like, I have a couple of the issues because, you know, I love his artwork. And it actually has the the Leatherface clan finds Jason in the woods after one of his battles with teenagers, and they bring him in. And when Jason sees the way they are acting, he starts killing them all. It's an interesting twist. If you go track those down, those comics are kind of hard to find. But if you can find the Jason versus Leatherface comics, there's another version that no one's got to see, or only comic book fans have seen. So look that one up. And the artwork is beautiful, especially the covers by the Biz. All right, this is show what? Like you said, we only got three more left. Fuck, man. <laughs> I don't know. I've, been, I've been doing this for a long time. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like I said, I don't think I've done all of them with you, but okay. <laughs> no. And, Lord, I mean, there's just, I will never understand Flasher fans. I mean, I understand someone that will sit you down for 20 minutes and explain why they don't like Jason X or a certain movie. But if they just go, that movie sucks. Why? Because it sucks. Yeah, I mean, like I said, it's the usual, um, well, the acting sucks. Uh, the, the story sucks. It's like, but they're all simple stories. And I forgot the director's name for uh, Jason Goes to Hell, but like he says, you have eight other films with Jason in the woods. You know, at some point you got to break away from that and make something different. Because then they start to get yeah, boring, you know? <laughs> but, no, I'm happy they did this. I'm a fan. The problem with Jason is uh, they had some cool elements to it, but they didn't focus on them. Like, I would have cut out the whole wimpy guy from the Friday 13th series and just focused on Creighton Duke. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that's something that didn't carry over. Well, that was the other thing. They were like, after Jason goes to hell, they weren't sure where to go with it. They, you know, the Freddy versus... Jason thing was um, in development. That was the hell. only reason that New Line picked up the rights to yeah, uh, the Jason story. Jason. Is that they yeah, wanted to do Freddy versus Jason badly? Yeah, so they didn't know what to do. They kind of painted themselves on the corner. They were like, all right, well, Jason's in hell now. We don't want to do anything until Freddy uh, gets involved. So what do we do with Jason? We can't just throw him back in a Crystal Lake, which is another reason why they threw him 400 years into the future. You know, they didn't know what to do anymore. They got they banged themselves in a the corner. So, or we could have got Jason. And at the plus, safari. since uh, Freddy versus Jason, 
I mean, well, yeah, was in such turmoil and new nightmare. Yeah, that was the other thing. The new nightmare came out. They wanted to do anything to make some money because New Line wasn't doing that good. This was right before they started hitting gold again with Final Destination. Yeah. Well, like I said, they were they were so busy with the new the new crew that came in and took over New Line wanted nothing to do with the past. They were like, Well, that wasn't made under our leadership, so we don't give a fuck about Jason X. We're gonna focus on the new films we're doing. Fuck Jason X, which hurt that film a lot. So Yeah. So like I said, that that on the shelf they put no when a new crew yeah, I mean, comes into put, the studio, if they promote the guys before that, that's going to give the guys before them the credit for making the hit movies. But if they yeah. make all, if they get rid of the old guys' movies, even though they're fucking brilliant ideas or not, they're going to put their ideas because it's going to make them look good. Yeah. And that that was a bit. That's why I said I didn't know the movie came out because they put no advertising behind it. They didn't back the film at all. It literally just came out. Maybe it had a TV trailer, and that was it. And most fans already saw the film, so not only didn't and no one knew it was out, but we already saw it, so we weren't looking for it. You know, I thought it already came out and left the theaters. Which was sad, yeah. because I would have loved to have seen this on the big screen. Yeah, that's one thing you got to understand. Us fans of the series, us hardcore devotees, are the ones that make you, made them the money. Because we want to see it on the big screen. Like, my first yeah. Friday 13th on the big screen was part six. And I mean, one that i seen on the big screen from start to end. I've told the story before yeah. how I nearly got killed by a five-year-old girl during the ending of Part 5, waiting for my sister to come out. <laughs> yeah, that I don't understand. That ass with her head straight down, man. If I hadn't have done a Matrix move and got out of the way, I would have caught all of her weight and power in my gut. Shit. <laughs> <laughs> <sighs> but hey, here we are. We got we got Jason X now. <laughs> it didn't make it out. It took Jason a while. X would have fucking killed it. I think honestly, I think it would have. If they would have used oh, that no to doubt. follow up part six, you know. Yeah, no doubt this film would have. If they would have originally released it when it was supposed to be released, it would have did a lot better, you know. But because yeah, they cause... fucked around so much, they fucked the, they fucked the story over, not the story, but they fucked the film over because it wasn't their film. They felt that's the old hat. We don't care. So when I think that's why they were so many about maybe fifty thousand downloads before yeah. it hit theaters. Yeah, it was like at the at, at that time it was one of the most bootleg films ever. 
and the studio dropped the ball. They should have released the film before that happened. They could have made bank. But, hey, we still got the film. It's still fucking awesome. I don't know if they made they bank. They would have made more than Jason Goes to Hell in Part A. Yeah. Because they gave us Jason back. He's not at Camp Crystal Lake, but they gave us Jason back. So, which was the with the boo-hoo for the fans at that time was, oh, you didn't give us enough Jason. He's like jumping bodies. What the fuck is this? Called a new idea, kids. <laughs> All right. Yeah, it's called them. We don't want new ideas. We want the exact same films. Yeah. <sighs> this That's why we got shit like Halloween through six through eight. Oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, you know, and I get it. It's hard to come up with new ideas to keep something flowing, especially when you get to, what are we up to, like 13 films now, 12 films? You know, including the well, remake. Films. They've almost got thirteen. Yeah. So, and I heard, I saw an um, interview. I saw an interview with Sean Cunningham. He wants to make a a, a Friday Thirteenth Part Thirteen. They just don't know where to go with it. And he says, "Well, I learned from the past, and hopefully, I won't make the same mistake to the fans." So hopefully, you know, we'll get another one as soon as this whole legal shit ends. But until then, we got 12 other films. And like Steve and I were talking about before, look up the fan films. Those will keep you full until the new ones come out. The dumbest idea is the one that the girls themselves are pushing, which is all of the girls come back to finally kill Jason. I'm like... No. Oh. <laughs> yeah, because it's over a... a weird timeline. What are they going to, like, transport? You know, it's like some of the characters are from the 70s, some of them are in the future. Clusterfuck. Too, yeah. I mean, the only thing I would have liked is to see Tina come back, you know? <laughs> I want to see Carrie fight Jason again. But, yeah, no, that would have been... That's a little difficult. I mean, I would have loved to see Adrian King come back, because she got a raw deal the way they killed her in part two. They just jam a, skewel, a well, skewer through her fucking temple. they kept temple. trying to get her back, and, she's, and her agent's like, no, 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 you'll ruin your career. Yeah, but she wanted to do it. And when she, they killed her, if you see the uncut footage, the skew goes through her temple and out the side over the bridge of her nose. So did it, I always yeah. think, well, did it really hit her brain? You know, did 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 the skew hit her brain? She could still be alive. Well, she'll have a fucked up scar. That's, that's she can't blow her nose anymore. That wasn't censored. At the last moment, yeah. they realized, wait, we want to keep her alive because she might want. We might want to come back. Because every film since then, during the Paramount years, they have asked her to come back. Killed her. If they would have left the scene and where the skew went through her nose. That would have explained, well, that's how she lived, because it would have missed her brain completely. If you look at the angle of the skewer, it would have missed her, or ice pick. It's an ice pick. Sorry, I'm calling it a skewer. And she would have survived that. So we could have had more Adrian King uh, Friday the 13th, but, you know, studios being studios, gypped us out of that one. Ugh. I'm actually exhausted. This one tired me out. 
darn you nipples. Yeah. <laughs> uh, that's what you get when you have someone that's scared of nudity <laughs> doing a Friday 13th film. Yeah. No, there's too many nipples. Make them fake. They got to be... They gotta be fake nipples. They can't be real nipples. There's not even one real nipple in the movie. Yeah, and it's a guy's that. Oh wait, pinching. no, there <laughs> is. They're holograms. They're not real nipples. Oh okay. <laughs> uh, what's well, next, thank Steve? you everyone for listening, and happy Friday the thirteenth, and. Uh, He'll be back in two weeks when we go oh, yeah. to Blood Lake. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that should be fun. Blood Good Lake. Night, I still got to watch it. <laughs> oh, what do you think what you've seen so far? I mean, I only saw the trailer, so it's definitely a SOV film. So yeah, I haven't watched the film is. yet. <laughs> I haven't watched the film yet, so I still gotta watch that one. But um, yeah, Happy Friday the Thirteenth, everyone! One of my favorite skis, holidays. Brother. Yeah, no, I'm, I'll get to it. Don't give, don't give two away. I want, I want to watch it and get an impression of it. So that one, I gotta definitely sit down by myself without internet and just watch it. It did come in. I did get it, though. It did come in. I just haven't watched it yet. When I watched it in the theater, man, the whole theater was literally shaking from people laughing at it. Are they laughing good or laughing like, oh, God, what is this? Both. (laughs) Oh, okay. <laughs> All right. Well, don't give me any more because I want to watch it. Good night, so. and thank you to everyone for listening. And don't forget, don't go hiking in the woods alone, and definitely don't go hiking in the snow. Never hike in the snow because Jason never don't hike in the piss, woods. and that means you'll never yeah. be able to see him. Yeah, never hike alone. <laughs> That's the films. <laughs> All right, everyone. Good night. Yeah.